Hey, this is Bill Kasky. Before we start today, Brian, we've got some really exciting news for the folks. Yes, we do. You know, over the last few weeks, you've heard us promoting Stamps.com a lot. They're a great advertising partner with us. So great, in fact, that we've decided to offer one hour of complimentary coaching with both you and I for a Stamps.com purchaser. That's right, Bill. If you sign up right now on Stamps.com using our promo code Advanced Selling, do this prior to November 15th, send us the email confirmation you receive from Stamps.com to listen at advancedsellingpodcast.com and your name will be entered into a drawing for a free live coaching session with Bill and myself. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone and type in advanced selling. Send us the confirmation email to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Do this by November 15th and you will be entered to win a free coaching session. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I'm Brian Neal. And we will be your hosts for today's episode, as we are every time. If you're new to the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian, I know you have a lot of you have a lot of people who are coming at you on we the do, street. Don't we? Coming out to, yeah, they're just left and right, getting That's found right. out in airports and everything. This is for sales managers and sales leaders, and it's for anyone who touches customers, who tries to acquire customers, who's in a account management, anybody who has any kind of customer contact, we help you twice a week, Monday and Thursday. And uh, we also have special guests sometimes we have on. But anyway, it's a, hopefully it's a fun 20 minutes. Good, very it special is for guests. me. We do. Oh, yeah. I have a blast. It's my favorite, uh, second favorite meeting of the week. Yeah, good. What's yeah. your first one? Second favorite, the, uh, the next one we record Thursdays. <laughs> okay. That means we're done. <laughs> That's good. And yeah, we check right. it off the list. I had something uh, happen today that was, uh, or actually this weekend, I was at a college campus. Yeah. And I know that uh, you're on college campuses a lot or were back when you were a Big yep. Ten football not, official, not, not so much now. And no. you probably weren't out at tailgating too much either. Usually you? not before the game. No, most times that's frowned upon no. before the game to do any tailgating. <laughs> at least you wouldn't yeah. wear your uniform if no, you're going to do No, probably that. not. But I had a couple of things, and I we might have talked about <laughs> this before, but I, I speak to a lot of students. Most of them are juniors and seniors because my daughter's a senior, so they're, we're hanging out with a bunch of uh, college kids. And, yeah. and two things that I, I noticed about college kids today, mainly the, the how they speak. Yeah. One is there's a whole lot of up talking going on in the conversation. What do you mean by up talking? Well, up talking is that is that uh, habit where oh, you end oh. every sentence <laughs> on the upswing and like as a question. We're going to go to Starbucks. We're going to Starbucks. I really like your speech. Can you can you give me another beer? And I know like that, that we think that is just for junior, middle school and high school kids, but it's kind of found its way into college campuses <laughs> oh, now. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And I've heard it in, in the business world, too. That is there, funny. There's probably nothing that uh, annoys me. Uh, that's, a, that's a big annoyance <laughs> for me because I always feel like, man, if you're going, to be, if you're going to be interviewing yeah. and you're going to be going in, you have to be solid. You have to be convinced yeah. and convicted. And when you're doing that questioning thing. So I called a couple people on it. The kids? Yeah, a couple how, of students how, How'd that on go it. over? It, it, it went, well, they were half loopy. <laughs> So, Were they like uh, to your daughter? Is he your dad? Because well, that's a, a question. Jerk. That's legit. <laughs> he's a jerk. Um, oh, so anyway, funny. no, they they actually recognized it, but it's a habit. It is, and as with any habit, it's tough to break. So, so is there low talking? So I send everyone down, and I and all my sins. Let's go to. <laughs> that's got to be better. It does fall off the cliff. So anyway, that that's was uh, interesting. And uh, is there another one? I thought you said there were two. There were two. The other one is is what's called vocal fry. Do you know what vocal fry is? <laughs> oh. I looked this up when I got home because I hear a lot of it's primarily uh, ladies who do it, where they Uh-oh. where they go really deep and they talk like that. Uh. <laughs> 
and at the end, <laughs> it's called vocal fry. Vocal fry, and it's it's a uh, Valley Girl kind of. It started off totally. in the Valley Girl world, but now it's, uh, hey Brian, I really like your stuff. I really do like your stuff. <laughs> and it's that oxygen, not getting oh, enough oxygen. Funny. So I didn't call anybody on that because I figured that was a little harder to. Harder and to eventually, I'm I'm that we. This is off topic. I'm though fascinated by linguistics. Uh-huh. If you listen to any recorded audio from the 20s and 30s. There's a pacing and oh, level of the speech totally that's totally like yeah. time stamped around there, as there is in the fifties. It has the fifties is kind of like this announcer voice, and did it right? But in the twenties and thirties, it was very fast paced. I mean, it was you had to listen really close. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> See, I both um, in there. See, I did both. You did. I did. See that? See what All you right. did there, <laughs> Bill. One thing that we know about our listeners. What's one thing you know about our listeners? One thing is they're focused on results. They yep. are creative. They feel like they own their own businesses. Yeah, most of them do. Most of, most of you listening are entrepreneurial. I know you are in nature. And uh, whether you're uh, looking for something new to do, or maybe you've got a great sales territory built up, your income's cooking along, and you want something to supplement that, or maybe your spouse is going back to work, we've got a great idea for you. And we're going to invite you today to take the next step in that entrepreneurial journey with our friends at Edible Arrangements. They're the brand that revolutionized gifting with handcrafted fruit arrangements, gourmet chocolate-covered fruit. Also now they've got delicious everyday treats like smoothies, fruit salads, and parfaits. And as an edible arrangement franchisee, you'll get access to an established brand with 16 years of growth, 80% brand recognition, and 1,200 locations worldwide. You'll also benefit from know-how, support, and millions of visitors to the Edible Arrangements e-commerce platform. We want you to discover why Entrepreneur Magazine named Edible Arrangements a top franchise and among their best of the best for 2015. So whether you're looking to supplement your income, support your spouse going back to work, whatever the reason, start your journey to sweet success as an Edible Arrangements franchise owner today. Call 1-888-727-4258 or go to edible.com. That's 1-888-727-4258 or go to edible.com. All right, topic today. Topic today is we, uh, as you know, we get a lot of emails from listeners, and occasionally when when I think a uh, email is really good, I will ask the person to send in a voice memo. Yes. And so this is one from a great listener in Sydney, Australia. His name's Charlie. Listen to the audio, and then we'll take a look at it. Hey, guys. It's Charlie here from Sydney, Australia. I love the concept of vaulting on your sales process management episode, and I think a lot can be applied to the networking function, too. Networking events are really necessary tools for soliciting and finding new clients, but I'm just amazed how often, being a guy who runs a business, that people vault to the sale just after I've met them. Obviously, it's not very effective for me as a potential customer to respond positively to someone who oversteps or overvolts the boundaries and tries to get me to buy something. Just wondering if you'd have any thoughts or ideas on the process from getting someone's business card at a networking event to selling them your products. Thanks again for the podcast. Keep it up. So, Brian, what do you think about that? You know, he, he mentioned this idea of vaulting, and we usually yeah. talk about that in the sales process. And we, just to bring our listeners up to speed on that, we, we don't like to go from the first time you meet somebody to trying to close them on the first call. Amen. That's a, a vaulting kind of scenario. And so we say that there's got to be a process you work people through. He's referring to it more in the networking yes. area. Yeah. And first of all, thank you, Charlie, for sending us that. And those of you who uh, have sent us emails and things like that, we really appreciate that. So you can always do that for us. We're very listener friendly here. We like to include our listeners into our work. Uh, I could also listen to people from Australia talk all day long. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. So thank you, Charlie. Chuck, if I may. Chuck, if you will. Yeah. Can we do that? I don't know if we can do that. Chuck. Remember the name game? 
Banana Animal Foe Family. Oh, family. yeah. Chuck used to do Chuck, and he like, be careful. Right. Chuck, <laughs> careful, Chuck, 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 Let's go back to Charlie. Okay. So uh, I've got a couple of thoughts here on how to handle the vaulting process and networking. I think this is a very common problem. I do too. I think it's one, I like to go to the, what's the cause of it? Too often people go to networking events kind of amped up. Like when you go to a concert, your, your blood pressure kind of rises, you get kind of excited and it's really hard to go in, I think, into a networking event in a real chill manner. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that's where things start at its at the root of these these events is that you they're an event and you go there and, and even from the get go. So think about the moment you arrive at the event, there's usually a registration table and the person at the registration table is an up talker. She's like, hey, <laughs> welcome to the event. Right. And you're it's that's on, what you have right to match there. people, mirror instant, and match. Right. Mm-hmm. So welcome the hors d'oeuvres over there. You can do this and and so you're instantly sucked into that yeah. energy really fast. And it feels like you're gonna like rush through this thing. And so um, I think that the first to-do item here is to get square in your brain how you're going to show up to that thing energetically, even if the energy of the room takes you up or takes you too excited or too enthusiastic, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I've got to maintain some balance through that and think of myself. I like to think of myself in those situations as being the calm in the storm. I'm going to be the one that's be be relaxed. Um, I had my football game this weekend. We had a situation where some things went wrong. This is one of the things that I work really hard to be good at. And we had a couple guys who were a little frazzled. And I said, we're good. Let's go one at a time. Mm-hmm. What do we got to do? What do we got to do? So think about that kind of energy and carrying that energy into the networking event to me a step. One. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, I've got one here, and, and that is uh, you mentioned the networking event, but also I think for every networking event you go to, there might be non-networking events that you find people to talk to. So you might go to a Starbucks and you see a long past client, or you see somebody you'd like to meet, or you just happen to meet somebody. Yeah. And I think that's that can be as critical as the traditional formal networking event. But what if uh, here's a question for you what okay. do you do if you if you see somebody in a starbucks or somewhere out and they're actually in a deep conversation with somebody and it doesn't feel right to go interrupt and, and interrupt the chain of their their process but you do want to meet them and it just reminded yep. you you know what i've not met jim smith i need yep. to, i need to get with him yep what would you do following that is is there a networking opportunity there if, if you've hmm. if you've left the building but you know Jim Smith you would just like to talk to him yeah I would go back and I would keep like peering in the window okay. keep looking to see okay. if he's still there I put my hand up on the window and press my nose to see if uh-huh. he's still there and every time he looked at me I'd look away real fast that's, that's good and I'd go kind of hover good. around his table well what I'd if there was a car. table right next to his would you <laughs> I would, go I would, pull yeah, it up I would really sit close there and I'd scoot back What's and I'd keep inches, turning around five inches? keep turning around close would you no here's what I'd really do Bill now you saying you know the person. No, let's say you don't know him. Mm, okay, I'm, I've got an answer. I don't know if I like my answer. I'll say it and you tell me. Well, if it's... So it can be a cold call if you treat it that way. But let's just say that you meet somebody and you think, God, I should have gone over, but it really wasn't right. But I really uh, would like to. If it know. were that and I really felt compelled to do that, I'd try to send the guy a note or a phone yeah. call and say that's exactly that's, what happened yeah. to say, hey, I, you, I'm catching you out of the blue because you don't know me. Um, I actually saw you at Star or someone that I've been intrigued by to meet and. Uh, uh, so at Starbucks, you were in the middle of something. I didn't want to interrupt, so I thought I'd shoot you an email instead and be a little less disruptive than yeah. coming over yeah. in the middle I like of the conversation. That. Something I like, like that. Because I think for every networking event, there's maybe four or five times you're just out and about in the city or in the market, and you see somebody you like to meet. So I like that. Yes. It's a good idea. Yes. Uh, now, specific to the, the question of vaulting at the event, I think what he's, Charlie was asking us here is like we're at these networking events, and everyone wants to go from, you know, they want to take their uh, initial uh, immediate first impression and move it down almost to a sale. Like, do you yeah. want this or don't you sort of thing? 
And so I think you need to acknowledge that verbally. Um, we've talked a lot about the unawareness to awareness to comp- uh, comprehension to conviction action model, mm-hmm. which is in the book, Same Game, New Rules that you wrote also. And so I think to acknowledge with language to tell people at events like this, I'm really in awareness mode here, just awareness building. I want to be more aware of what everyone else is doing. And I'd like to let everyone else know and be aware of what I'm doing. And that's really all I'm interested in today and tonight, right? If you want to talk offline or afterwards, we can schedule something while we're here. But beyond that, I didn't want to really get into the nitty gritty detail of things. Yeah. I think networking events are the worst place, just like golf courses or wherever you might meet people to sell. Yes. I don't want to get into what are your problems? What are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? There's just too many distractions. So I agree with you. That's one rule on vaulting is don't talk. Don't talk turkey there. Don't talk sales stuff there. Just get to know them. And just tell people that. Yeah. So, you know, I really try to limit the amount of detail and depth I go into. And so if that's okay. If you want to talk, I'd love to schedule something here. But in the meantime, I want to keep this one kind of... uh, so what if, what if someone, uh, you're talking to them and they hand you their card and say, here, uh, give me a call sometime. I'd like to hear more. Yeah. Do you say no? That's it. No, I don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I've made, I've, made, here, I've made my seven second all. assessment that I don't really think that you and I click. So no, I would do that. <laughs> Isn't that Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink? Uh-huh. You, you, know, your, in seven you know in seven seconds. seconds. Yeah. So I know I wouldn't do that. I would, uh, I would say I'd be happy to, um, if you're serious, if you're just being polite, you know no worries but if you, if you really want to talk I'd be mm-hmm. happy to um, you're going to meet a lot of people tonight how are we going to remember each other mm-hmm. that's one of the tools I teach people when I'm teaching trade show selling also and just by merely asking the question how are we going to remember each other they'll pick something out they'll say oh you're the guy with the NFL shirt on you're the guy in the plaid shirt yeah. or uh, I'm the one with the red earrings you go okay cool yeah. and then you say okay here I am so that would be you're going to meet a bunch of people I'm happy to give you a call just to uh, how are you gonna? How are we gonna remember this conversation in case? Because you know you might get other people to call mm-hmm. you. I go. Oh, I'll remember. I like that. I also yeah. think that you can, if if you want to, you can say, "Well, tell me. Uh, I'll call you. I'm happy to call you. I'm I'm out of town this week. I'll call you first or next week. What would you like to? Is there anything specific you'd oh, like to good. speak about yep. when, when we I talk? It's good because at least then they say, "Well, I want to talk about my sales team. That's I want really to talk about question. my financial planning regimen. I want to." But at least it it gives you just a little sense of what topic they want to want to discuss it's really really good yeah uh, go ahead you you have the next one i think oh do i and we're, we are taking turns today oh i yeah. see i know very like the last couple, too but you go ahead we've yeah. even gotten to the place yeah where we uh actually fought to have the other one go it's like <laughs> extra right. polite. it's like the english ver- the british version right like extra polite no you go no you go no you go um i like the idea also this isn't this gets off topic a little bit from vaulting but when you're talking about networking specifically i've been teaching this idea of networking strata because I've noticed myself doing it. And some of it comes with experience and age and it doesn't have to. So you have to remember that, right? You tend to network with people who are in the like stage of life. So when I first started in this business with you in 1997, I was 27 years old Mm -hmm. and the people I hung out with were in their 20s. And now that I'm in my mid 40s, middle age, the people I hang out with are mid 40s. Our titles have changed and our roles have changed too. So now my friends, your friends are CEOs and stuff like that. And um, VPs of So think about when you go to the networking event, or you're in the networking mode of the strata that you're playing in and constantly be thinking and, and categorizing people into these strata so you're paying attention to where the bulk of your connections are. Mm-hmm. There's no rule that says you can't live in strata three, so that's like a salesperson, a salesperson level, and not keep a network built up of people in strata one, which is that's kind of CEO, COO right. level, right? And so just be thinking about that when you're there. If you go, if you pick an event where it's all strata three people, that doesn't make it that's not good, bad, or indifferent, it's free of judgment, but they're all salespeople. 
That's what's going to happen, right? So you got to look at the event itself and the network things and say, okay, where am I going to level up, Mm -hmm. right? Where am I going to go strata two on my networking and try to go to those events? You'll feel uncomfortable because you don't know anyone to be out over your skis. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I had one here that I've always heard that you should always have a goal of how many appointments you book at a networking event. But I I don't like that because that kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier. But I do think you can have a goal of how many people do you want do you want to make acquaintance with? Yeah. You know, you could say, I'm coming here. There's a hundred people here. I'd like to leave here with just five brand new. I wouldn't even say relationships because you're going to kind of build a relationship in three minutes, but five new people that you can learn from, you can get to know a little bit and maybe it's 10, maybe it's five, whatever it is. But I think it's nice to have a goal like that. So at least you're not sitting talking with your buddy who went with you, which I see a lot. Yes. And you just spend the whole hour talking. So have a goal of just who do you want to make acquaintance with and how many people? And I think you'll find yourself naturally gravitating around the room that way. Love it. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. You getting more of those over there? You done? <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Are you done? Well, I, I have ahead. one, but I don't know if it's a vaulting thing. And, and I think we have kind of gotten away from the core question here, Charlie. Sorry about that. But hopefully you've gotten a couple of things. I wonder, this is really more of a prospecting thing, but uh, do you believe in this idea of of listing out the people that you want to meet, like target accounts? I know oh, yeah, you're yeah. a big proponent of target yeah, accounts, sure. but also there's more lists than just target accounts yeah. because you've got maybe strategic uh, partners, yep, potential yep. street. You've got people who connectors. are climbing the yeah. ladder, who yeah, are sure. connectors. Uh, I think we all know people who maybe aren't in positions right now where they are influencers or authority figures or buyers, but you know they will be because yes. of their nature and because of how they're climbing the or ladder. their last name. I yeah. think it'd be interesting to do a podcast sometime on just what are the lists that you need to have up in your office or on your phone yeah. of people who who at least are, I wouldn't even say target, but just people that you want to keep in touch with. I would, yeah, highly, highly recommend that too. Yeah. And in this case too, to your point about, you said you mentioned the guy at, at Starbucks, you see talking to someone, you need to know that that, that person's on a list of someone that you'd like to meet. Yeah. Just got to make sure, like you said, it doesn't come into this target conquest, go slay them like dragon sort of thing. Yeah. It's got to be someone that you're interested in, intrigued by, um, think it add value to their life sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to what you can get from them. Yeah. I think the process of going through that is good too, because yeah. there's people who are, who are, who, you know, who are obscure. You're just not thinking about them. Once they make their way on a list, I think that can, and, and it's amazing sometimes where how people will show up in your lives and you say, you know what? That's weird. I just write your, wrote your name down yeah. yesterday on a list, a, a conquest slayer. Yeah. List. You're on a, you're on my conquest uh-huh. list. You didn't I'm, know that. Did you? I've got a target, a big target, right? <laughs> my name. Uh, you know, we were going to call this Mailbag Monday, and we didn't. Do you want to now? Let's do. Okay. Let's, go ahead. You do the jingle. Go ahead. Oh. Sing the jingle. <laughs> I can write a jingle. Write a jingle. I, write, a write a jingle for Mailbag Monday. Yeah. I will write a jingle for Mailbag Monday. So in the next few months, we're going to be doing Mailbag Mondays. Yes, we are. That, that requires us to have something to work with. So listeners, give us all you got. Let it's us know time. what kind of questions you have or predicaments you're in, and we'll be glad to answer them. Yeah, by all means, if you haven't done so already, uh, go download in the spirit of uh, us interacting with you via email. If you give us your email, go to sign up for email. Here's what we're going to give you, the ultimate pregame audio. Most of you have that. If you've not done it already, go do that. It's on the advancedsellingpodcast.com website. If you uh, have not already, also go to the LinkedIn group. We have a really active group, and that's where we're going to pull some of these Mailbag Monday questions also. So feel free to post your question in the LinkedIn group. You're going to get lots of great responses from avid listeners already, and then we're going to pull a couple of those too to talk about on Mailbag Monday here one of these Mondays as we say in Indiana Monday Monday right? yeah. yeah don't That's say it. Monday no. okay okay see you next time bye, bye.